Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit, Coming at you as usual, uh, 10 to 10.30 a.m. on Fridays, here on your community radio, WDBX 91.1 FM. And for those of you who aren't up on your uh, classical music, that was a bit of Vivaldi. That was from the Four Seasons, specifically from Spring. Uh, we usually don't play that much uh, classic music here on your community spirit, but every once in a while when the seasons change, I like to bust out with a little bit of Vivaldi, just to celebrate the changing of the seasons. And that's certainly a peppy song to start spring with. So speaking of peppy, there's plenty of uh, happenings and news and such for us to get to. Uh, As you may have noticed, I'm not Orbeck. He is out of the studio today, off on one of his many solar adventures. He'll be back with us soon, but in the meantime, we've got plenty to keep us going. And if you don't recognize that one, I'll be mildly appalled, but uh, (laughs) that's the Superman theme. Uh, That's also something to get us going and get us ready for some of these exciting community events. So, first we have our holidays. Today is the 85th day of the year. Uh, There are 280 days left in the year. Time flies when you're having fun. We're already 85 days into the year. Holidays for today, Legal Assistance Day, 
make up your own holiday day. Uh, you can try to fool your friends and say, oh, did you know that today is such and such day? It's the uh, birthday of Robert Frost, the poet, and also the birthday of Tennessee Williams, the playwright. So a very literary day today. Tomorrow is Earth Hour, uh, Education and Sharing Day, Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day, and there's plenty of those out there, and the anniversary of Funky Winkerbean. Coming up on Sunday is Palm Sunday, the Summer Daylight Saving Time over in Europe. Uh, summertime, uh, I guess they celebrate summer a little early over in the UK, and Teacher's Day in the Czech Republic. Now, technically it's a holiday in the Czech Republic, but we can celebrate teachers here, too. It's never a bad time to do that. Coming up on Monday, uh, National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day, uh, Passover, Texas Love the Children Day, uh, you know, day to, to show love for children and realize that uh, neglect and violence against children is not okay and speak out against that. Monday is also the full worm moon. Uh, yes, some full wor worms coming out during this full moon. Uh, they, they call it that because it's a time when the worms come out for the spring. You can actually get more names of the full moons over at farmersalmanac.com slash full-moon-names. So coming up on Tuesday, it's Doctor's Day. The grass is always browner on the other side of the fence day. That's a day to appreciate people who uh, who stick with what they're currently doing, whether it's a job or a relationship, it's something that they do. That instead of getting restless and saying, oh, the grass is greener on the other side, they appreciate what they have. Tuesday is also the birthday of Degoya, the artist, and Vincent Van Gogh, another artist. So we had our literary day today, and our artistic day comes up on Tuesday. Wednesday is Bunsen Burner Day, the National She's Funny That Way Day, a day to celebrate all of the humorous women in your life. And it's the anniversary of the Eiffel Tower. Finally, coming up on Thursday, it's April Fool's Day, All Fool's Day, National Fun Day, National Fun at Work Day, and Sorry Charlie Day. So plenty of... Uh, practical jokes, hijinks, and other hilarity will ensue next Thursday. So th this is your advance warning to be on your toes when you step out the door next Thursday for all the pranksters. Yes, get us pepped up for our happenings. Uh, first happening for the day is uh, International Coffee Hour. Coming up on uh, today from 3 to 5 p.m. at the Northwest Annex Building B. You can mix with SIU students from all over the world and be a part of the international community. Speaking of the international community, we also have Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. That's coming up tonight at 6 p.m. at the Gaia House Interfaith Center. That's located at 913 South Illinois Avenue in Carbondale. This week, they're making Northern Indian with Anil Altaf. Uh, all people are welcome to attend, 
You can bring your own ingredients and help cook and eat. Exciting times over at the Guy House Interfaith Center. All right. More happenings. This one is actually not a local happening, but it's that one that you can participate locally because it is an Internet happening. It's the Pedal a Watts powered blogathon. This is coming up today starting at 4 p.m. and going for 24 hours straight from thereafter. It's uh, related to Dancing Rabbit. Dancing Rabbit is an eco-village and intentional community of about 50 people set amid the hills and prairies of rural northeastern Missouri. One of their members works for a website called Sustainablog. That's at blog.sustainablog.org. He and his partners are running a fundraising and promotional event for Dancing Rabbit, starting today at 4 p.m. Central. They already have $5,000 pledged to match every donation they receive, doing what they're calling a blogathon. A blogathon is sort of like the old PBS telethon. Basically, the folks from Sustainablog will be at Dancing Rabbit and will be blogging for 24 hours straight, with the whole thing powered by a pedal-powered generator. The goal is to promote Dancing Rabbit and to raise $10,000 total to help build infrastructure at Dancing Rabbit and support their educational and outreach effort programs. So for more information on that, you can go either to Sustainablog, their address is blog.sustainablog.org, or you can go to the Dancing Rabbit donations page at dancingrabbit.org slash donations, which explains a little bit about the group and uh, why they're doing this fundraiser. And this is exciting. I know uh, uh, Orr, has, Orr knows people connected to Dancing Rabbit, and I've heard about them as this eco-village trying to, uh, trying to live as a model of how to live ecologically and sustainably and to educate others in that practice. So this is exciting both because of the cause and because it's an unusual type of fundraiser. <laughs> it's just funny to think about being there 24 hours straight, pedaling on that bicycle, writing uh, about the process as you go on. It should be quite an adventure. Now, getting back to some more uh, locally-based happenings. The Vigil for Peace. This is coming up uh, tomorrow, Saturday, at noon at the Town Square Pavilion. They had a big event there last week to commemorate the uh, anniversary of the Iraq War, but they're still going out there every week until, uh, until peace is won. So, once again, that's noon at the Town Square Pavilion here in Carbondale. Also, we have... Uh, this is the last time we get to tempt you with a happening that hasn't quite arrived yet. It's the Farmer's Market. Um, it's coming up in April. As you may know, it's almost April now. So uh, not, not, not next Saturday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow will be the Farmer's Market, located on the west side of Carbondale. That's pretty exciting. I, I was walking here, and it's still a little bit chilly out, but it 
bright and sunny, and it's good to think about that spring is on its way, and so is the farmer's market. All right, in other local happenings, uh, Soil Chorus Chanting Group, uh, this Saturday at 2 p.m. Soil Chorus is an earth-centered chant and song circle that sprouted in the fertile soil of southern Illinois in February of 2010. We gather semi-regularly to share pagan and earth-centered chants and songs in a friendly and informal group environment. People of all experience and skill levels are welcome. We may at at times explore breathing exercises and tips to improve our singing technique. But our main goal is not public performance. Rather, our goal is to experience and share the joy of chanting and singing earthy spiritual songs in a group environment. For more information, you can contact Tree Song, that's me, at uh, 618-525-0625 or at my email address, treesong at treesong.org. Now, I don't get an opportunity to sing all that often, uh, at least around people, but people who know me will know that I appreciate singing and would like to have a group environment to share it in. And I was happy to find out that other people wanted that, too. So that's coming up at Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Guy House Interfaith Center, uh, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. And we do have one more happening on the list here. Uh, Fossil Fuels Day, coming up on Thursday, April 1st, here on planet Earth. Uh, this is one of those, uh, you know, internet global holidays, but it's also maybe celebrated locally if people choose to celebrate it locally. Fossil Fuels Day, also known by some as Fossil Fools Day. <laughs> and here's a little bit of description of what it is. Fossil fools ain't no joke, but that doesn't mean we can't fight them with one. The fossil fuel empire is real and it's here. The stakes couldn't be higher. The stabilization of the global climate, uh, communities from Alaska to Alberta to Appalachia being destroyed by dirty energy extraction and combustion, devastating super hurricanes, droughts, flooding, the list goes on. Last December in Copenhagen, the politicians sold us out to the fossil fools, the corporate lobbyists and the big banks. Now we're left with green capitalism, carbon market shenanigans, and continued assaults on our communities and ecosystems. If we're going to stop climate change, the only real solution is to keep fossil fuels in the ground. This April, rising tide North America will pull some pranks that pack a punch. These pranks will range from the simply subversive to the downright disruptive. Office occupations, banner drops, road blockades, clownish clownish parades, spoof product launches, subvertising, Leaflets, street theater, lockdowns, laugh-ins, and who knows what else. Hilarity will ensue. Climate change is no laughing matter, but we can't take things too seriously all the time. Fossil Fools Day employs our senses of humor to hatch some harebrained schemes that will strike a blow to fossil foolery everywhere. 
Remember what Abby Hoffman said, quote, The first duty of a revolutionary is to get away with it. For more information on this event, they've got a website, fossilfoolsdayofaction.org. And I like any, any events that can uh, try to bring out something creative, something you know, humorous, something inspiring, rather than just being dark and dismal all the time. Because as you heard in the beginning of that announcement, there are some very dark and dismal things facing us today, but it often helps us to address them if we find the humor, even if it's dark humor. So those are our happenings for today. Um, if you have more happenings to send our way, um, you can email them to me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. You can also email them to our general uh, show email address, which is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Uh, we do check on that as well. So those are our happenings for today, but we do still have some news to discuss. All right, so some discordant music there as we move on to the news. That's actually also from the uh, Superman album, the Superman Returns. Um, they have a lot of good songs on there. So let's see. You're so smart, growth. New homes are cropping up in cities, not suburbs. Today in conventional wisdom-busting news, we learn that grimy old cities are attracting more residential construction than the bright suburban frontier. Urban redevelopment is outpacing fringe sprawl by a solid margin, according to a new EPA study of the nation's 50 largest metro areas. It's a, quote, fundamental shift in the real estate market, says the report. What's more, the study finds, it's not that regional policies are herding people back into urban neighborhoods. Personal preference seems to be driving much of the change. It turns out people, more and more people, are deciding they want to live near walkable, neighborhoods, transit lines, and other urban stuff. And that's, that's so sad to me, because people who know me will know my great love of the far-flung distant suburbs. <laughs> it's a little bit of humor for people who don't know me as well. Here we go. Some other news. Wind-powered. That's W-I-N, wind-powered. 
China overtakes the U.S. in green investment, a study finds. China has surpassed the United States as the top investor in clean energy, with the rising Asian power becoming a powerhouse in the emerging field, according to a new study led by the Pew Charitable Trusts. The report said that China has shown determination to be on the front line of green technology, while U.S. investors have been put off by uncertainties and the legislative battles on climate change. Uh, total U.S. investment was about half of that at, uh, let's see, oh, Chinese investment in clean energy soared by more than 50% in 2009 to reach $34.6 billion, far more than any other country in the group of 20 major economies, the study said. Total investment was about half of that at 18 points, that's total U.S. investment, sorry, was about half of that at $18.6 billion. This is the first time in five years that the world's largest economy lost the top spot in clean energy, the study says. Quote, China is emerging as the world's clean energy powerhouse. Phyllis Coutinho, global warming campaign director of the Pew Environmental Group, told reporters on a conference call. This represents a dramatic growth when you consider that just five years ago, their investment totaled $2.5 billion. So that is, that is quite a tremendous growth in, uh, in investment in green, clean energy. Here's also a bit of a side note on that. China has also overtaken the United States as the top emitter of carbon, blamed for global warming, and came under fire for its role in December's much-criticized UN climate summit in Copenhagen. But the study found that China had made a strategic decision to invest in wind and solar technologies as it copes with sharply rising demand for energy and has set some of the world's most ambitious targets on renewable energy. The study also found strong investment by Britain, which ranked third with $11.2 billion for clean energy, Spain, which came in first in green investment while taking it, when you take it as a percentage of their gross domestic product, and Germany. So that is interesting that China is putting out the most of the, um, the top emitter of carbon, and yet they're also considering that fact and... Adopting renewable energy. Now, as the article says, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're low on energy in general, and they may as well throw some renewables in there. But uh, any transition to renewables is a pretty good idea. And it looks like we do have time for one more story here. This one is called Duty Free, France to Abandon Plans for Carbon Tax. France is to abandon its planned carbon fuel tax, which aimed to curb global warming, members of parliament quoted the prime minister as saying on Tuesday. A tax would have to be introduced at a European level in order to, quote, not to harm the competitiveness of French companies, 
Francois Fillon, was quoted as saying by several MPs of the governing UMP party who attended a meeting with him. The carbon tax uh, would have made France the first big economy to tax harmful carbon emissions, aiming to encourage French consumers to stop wasting energy. Uh, the government was forced to amend it after its proposals were rejected by the High Court in December, days before it was to kick in, an embarrassing setback for President Nicolas Sarkozy. Uh, the court ruled then that too many exemptions created inequalities and unfairly placed the burden of cuts on a minority of consumers. Its ruling prompted the government to respond with fresh safeguards for businesses, but Filon said on Tuesday that he stressed the risk of a competitive disadvantage to them if the tax were introduced only in France. Uh, so speaking after the UMP was badly beaten in regional elections, seen as a punishment vote for Sarkozy, Filon said the uh, government's reform priorities were, quote, growth, jobs, competitiveness, and fighting deficits, the MPs told AFP. So uh, that's kind of unfortunate there. They were, uh, they were going to be one of the first big ones to have a carbon fuel tax, but that didn't work out. We'll keep an eye on uh, similar stories in the future because we've discussed here about how a carbon fuel tax, especially when th there, there are some ecological groups in the U.S. promoting a carbon fuel tax plus a rebate to consumers to compensate, you know, so that you tax the energy company for putting out carbon, but then you issue a rebate to consumers so that they're not the ones bearing the burden. All right, so that's our, our news and our happenings for today. Once again, if you have anything exciting to send our way, you can send it to us at treesong at treesong.org. In the meantime, it's still a little bit nippy out there, but it's also bright and sunny, and rumor has it that it's going to get warm again by the afternoon. So hopefully you'll be able to go out there, enjoy the sunshine, and we'll see you here again next week on the radio.